I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week, ooh, we're giving our mega church tiny family feel. We love to introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community, and I always find it to be a treat and a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. God is the bomb, Hallie. How are you? So blessed. How are you? What's happening with your kids who come to Climax? Well, Hallie, I had a great week with my teens who come to Climax. Really super positive thing that I do every summer. I used to take my you know, seniors who are going into the senior year, I used to take them to do laser tag. Awesome. And unfortunately, that's the thing that people don't really do anymore. Uh. And they all moved to paintball. But after last year's incident with the whole eyeball thing, I decided to do something a bit more safe. And I took them to Axe Addiction. Awesome. Have you been there? I've driven by it on Keystone. Yes, it is awesome. For those who don't know, it's Axe Throwing. It's so cool. It's so fun. What you do is you are rented some axes by a man named Lenny with, funnily, no pinky, not from the axe throwing and a GED, and he gives you 
uh, a bunch of different turns to try to throw the axes at this target. And I went in a little bit earlier and I said, hey, could I switch out the target? And instead of just the typical human body that they have that you normally throw, it's an outline, you know, like at a shooting range. Oh, okay, yeah. I said, could we replace that with sins? Awesome. And so I had first the teens all write down the biggest sins that they're struggling with. And I said they would be confidential. But then, of course, I thought it would be really fun to, for them to come into the axe addiction and see that sin up on the wall that they could then basically hack, up with hack an axe. it with an axe. It was awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> it was a little bit problematic for one of my teens, and I don't like to name names, but uh, Beneficent Shandling, oh, yeah, because yeah. her father was, unfortunately, did die by axe. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, a few years ago. I don't remember if you remember <gasps> oh, that, because it was, he died in an axe fire. Yeah. Uh, when a, when a, he was in a house that was on fire, but when yeah. the... Um, fireman went to chop yeah. into the door the axe went through the door and went into his head oh my goodness know, when it's your time it's, it's your, your time, time. when hey, god what a way to wants go. you to be in heaven with him he's gonna make it happen what a way to go wow so how are you hallie well i'll tell you what i have been keeping california on the top of my prayer list but to be <sighs> honest with you gray i wasn't sure i was supposed to be praying for their safety and all of that because honestly these these type of floods and things could be and probably are god's judgment and wasn't I, that amazing this week a hurricane and an earthquake on the same day hitting los angeles i mean that is like, i mean if i lived in los angeles which i would never do i would honestly be taking that as uh uretha franklin used to say r-e-p-e-n-t that is what it means to me <laughs> yes I, too, would never live in Los Angeles um, because, A, you know, it is going to fall into the ocean because of, you know, God's grief and disappointment, the way they just grieve his heart, you know, with the wickedness out there. But also, you would just have to be an idiot to live there. There's going to be a big one hitting. I mean, you know, their claim to fame was, well, earthquakes, not hurricanes. Well, guess what? Not now. I know. Not if you can't repent. <laughs> it's really a sinful place, Hallie. And the last time I was there, unfortunately, I was there for a Bible conference where I had to cross through a neighborhood called West Hollywood. And I oh, saw something yeah. that I'll never be able to get out of my mind, which was there was a restaurant, I think, called Booty Call. And it, it was just oh, no. whatever was happening out on the sidewalk and the rooftop of, of that place oh. at, uh, at the middle of the day on a Wednesday, it was just what was sick. It? Well, I, I, I'm not really understanding, I guess, I, I'm not, it was kind of a pirate theme, but then none of the pirates had backs of the, the pan, of the pants that they were wearing. So it was kind of a, a bunch of guys in pirate pants with no backs, and then they would walk the plank and then... At the end, they would all chant booty call, and then they'd bend over and show everybody a part of the body that no one should ever see. <gasps> Their butthole? Hallie. I do like um, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. I can't believe you just said butthole. And I did see a butthole in the Pirates of Hallie. the Caribbean ride, too, at Disney. And how is Johnny Depp is in there. It's cool. I don't even want to know that story, but how? what happened? 
Well, there was an older gentleman in front of us on the ride and he had started choking and they pulled him right out of the vehicle, you know, going through the ride. And there was an inexperienced EMT who was, you know, part of the rescue. And, um, and he said, what? And he, and he, and he was, you you saw that part? It was just a, it was an inexperienced EMT, Gray. And he just, I, how inexperienced was he that he thought he was choking down there? Do you want me to describe it? No, I don't. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. (laughs) From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, You will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. (laughs) From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, just like Jesus tells us that we must wrestle against the flesh, our guest today is a wrestler profesh. It's Peter The Rock Johnson. Welcome to the program. How you doing today, The Rock? I can't believe I'm finally here. I listen every week. And uh, I got to say, usually when I hear my name announced, there's a whole arena of people chanting. That is great. I did want to ask you about that name, The Rock, because mm-hmm. is, was there another wrestler called The Rock? You might be thinking of Peter from the Bible, Jesus yeah. is Rock, and that's who I take my name from. Yeah. So, as far as other wrestlers, I don't think so. I think I am the very first The Rock as far as wrestling goes. Okay, we got to check in on that. Well, I did want to just start off and say it's really awesome to have you on the program. I went. I'm not sure if I mentioned him before, but my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I went and watched the Christian wrestling entertainment network i guess is is what it wow. was you, you got a you got the uh, the app 
I got the app, but uh, we went and saw you guys live at the uh, the roller rink the other night. Awesome! And wow, Matt, you're double dipping. You're hitting it from every uh, side. Every wow. side, and we had the best time. So tell us a little bit. How did you get into Christian professional wrestling? That's incredible. Well. You know, I grew up wrestling, and my family, I come from a, a very, uh, a family who's passionate about wrestling, and the whole performance of it, uh, the athleticism of it, and uh, my brothers and I, you know, we would do little wrestling shows in our backyards as kids, jumping off the roof, and, uh, you know, jumping off the minivan, my mom didn't like that, and, you know, some people grow up and get to follow their dreams, you two know what that's all about, and that's what I'm sure. doing. Sure, awesome. awesome. Well, for Give me the rock. If this is too personal a question, and and this is an old reference, but that movie Rocky, he was getting in the ring and getting black eyes from being punched and everything. And I always kind of liked that it seemed like I think there's only one black guy. <laughs> Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed, yes. And it remind, always reminded me of the Apostles Creed. So every time he would show up on, on screen, I would recite that. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. Well, it just felt to me like one of the big, most motivating factors for Rocky is that he had the love of a good woman at home, Adrian. And she was always ringside and she seemed to be, oh, so troubled when it looked like he was suffering in the ring and stuff. How much does having the love of a good woman at home or on ringside, how important is it to your performance. I'm going to drop something big on you two right now. I have developed a crush on our main ring announcer in the Christian League, Anna. Awesome. Anna, She's gorgeous. Anna, if you're listening, you know, or if you're listening when this comes out, uh, the jig is up. Really? Uh, I'm sweet on you. Oh, wow. So, you heard it here. I'm sure she probably doesn't listen, but I... I... <laughs> I hope she does. Well, I'm good. she's going to listen to this episode. Uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah we'll send, have to send, send it to her. her. Now, is she the one who goes around holding up the number of the match, or does that not happen in wrestling? In, in the Christian League, she holds up the num which number match it is, and she announces who's actually fighting. So, right. you know, uh, to answer your question, when I'm, in, when I'm in the back behind the curtain and my music hits and I hear the, the organ blasting uh, and I hear her voice saying, Peter, The Rock, Johnson, okay. I, I feel just like uh, awesome. goosebumps everywhere. And I can't wait to get out there. And I, you know, everything I do. And the great thing, Hallie, was she was wearing these beautiful choir robes. Mm -hmm. uh, just, uh, uh, just really covered everything, but left a lot to the imagination. You have no idea what's underneath that. And that just drives you crazy. I mean, if I can say that, you know, sorry, Anna. Uh, well, I think she looks just like Barbie. And that's a big popular thing right now. And But the thing that's better about her is that she looks like Barbie, but she's a Christian. She's <gasps> Christian, yep. Awesome. If only there was a Christian Barbie. Now, that's a, that's an untapped market right there. That's no, right. Really it is. Well, I wanted to get into a little bit of the match that we saw because, you know, you are the Peter the Rock Johnson. You come out to the big organ song mm -hmm. and everyone's getting as hyped up as you can to an organ song. And then who is this guy that you wrestled this week? Was he called Little Diddy Bones? Little Diddy Bones? Little Dirty Bones? Little Diddy Bones? Little, little Dirty Bones. Yeah. Little he, Dirty uh, Bones. Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. Uh, everyone has kind of a character. Okay. Okay. You know, it's, it's entertainment. We're out there risking our bodies, but it's also a show. And Little Dirty Bones, he takes on the role of the sinner. Okay. Right. And that's something that the fans can relate to because whether we want to admit it or not, none of us are perfect. And we, we see a little bit of ourselves in little, little dirty bones. So he comes out and starts bragging about which commandments he broke, which of the uh, sins, you know, he, he, that day, you know. Oh. At one point, Hallie, he ran over to uh, to the rock's leg here and he was sort of humping his leg. Is that right? Uh, and oh, that's, that's lust. So, so that's that, that's the, the lust hold. Yeah. Oh. So. And so he's kind of a he's kind of the bad guy, I guess. 
he's kind of the bad guy. In the end, in the Christian League, you know, ultimately no one is the bad guy, but he he's the main bad guy, yeah. Right. And he, it's funny to look out when when he's doing the leg hold on me and uh, see the parents maybe shielding the eyes. And I think, no, let your kids see this. Your kids need to know what's out there in the real world. Oh, totally. For what, sure. What kind of leg hold was he doing? It, it, it looked like the dog humping. Oh, uh, oh that right. Or something. The one you saw, yeah. yeah. And oh. you can hit that on, uh, he, he was hitting my leg, uh, but you could hit the arm, the neck, the back, front of your face. I mean, it could be a face hold sometimes. Oh, really? He'll do it on the face. He'll do it on the face and uh, it gets intense. Yeah, yeah I'll just say that. Well, The Rock, what was happening inside of you in that moment he was humping your leg? Because I hear when dogs do it, it's a sign of dominance. They're saying that mm-hmm. I have status over you. I dominate you. Is that what the little dirty bones was saying? Well, little dirty bones, it's a little bit of dominance and it's a little bit of he can't control what he's feeling. It's like when you shake, what do you call it, like a carbonated drink and shake it. And you know, at some point it's going to pop and blow. Well, sure. I, I feel that is building up in him at all times throughout the week when he's going around committing his sins and he's lusting for this and that. And he sees uh, whatever weak body part on me. So I had, you know, been thrown into the turnbuckle leg first. So he thought, there's my target right there. I'm going to hump the, the heck out of that thing. Right. And he seems like a guy that's really into the character. I mean, is there, and maybe not, maybe he doesn't really, because I saw him after the show and he was kind of doing that in the crowd to people. And then even in the parking lot out back. He's committed. He's committed. And right. I will say that sometimes I drop I drop the, the act. You know, I'm grocery shopping. I just want to buy my peas in peace, you know? Right. He, 24-7, is Little Dirty Bones, and uh, he's going to get you with something. Do you even know his real name? Little Dirty Bones. Oh, I get so confused because, you know, at work, we just call each other our work names. Oh, okay. I don't For know. For sure. That's what kids do now. They only know each other by their Instagram handles Instagram. or TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Um... I was wanting to ask you, because you talked about risking your bodies yes. as wrestlers. Um, you know, how do you keep from getting injuries? Because you get into your 40s and older, and boy, everything starts to ache and get stiff. And how are you going to stave that off? I'll, I'll give you one trick of the trade right here. I often wrestle in a tag team. And uh, if you can tag in and out of the match, you're only taking half the damage. You're only putting your body on, you know, sure. half. it's 50%. Yeah. And... um I have recently entered the Christian League's um, tag team tournament, so awesome. I am going for the tag team titles. So next Who's week, I'll give you one guess. Um, well, I hope it's not Little Diddy Bones, because if you tag him in, you don't know what he's going to do. I am teaming with God himself. Wow, that is awesome. Because you can't get a better tag team partner than he who created all of existence. Oh, yeah, I- and he's a winner. He's a winner, yeah. I mean... Uh, I risk being disqualified. When I walk to the ring, it appears that I'm walking alone to fight two men. But I know that when I see two, one pair of footprints, this, there are two, and one is one you can't, may not mm-hmm. uh, have the, the eyes to see. Mm-hmm. And in one, he's carrying, carrying you, which me, is yeah. a wrestling move, right? right. I and mean, what's it called when you pick up another guy? Yeah, that could be a body slam. It could be a suplex. It could be a, a Samoan drop. Oh, so in my language, but okay. I, I only noticed one footprint in the ring and that was because he was Samoan dropping me. That's exactly right. That's awesome. So did you always do the Christian wrestling thing? Because I'm guessing you're pretty old and I, and then when I looked at your website, it said you were born in 1962. So I couldn't believe that. I mean, you I would, look good uh, for your, your age. My, my first communion was 62. I actually was born a number of years before that. Okay. And so, I was, I was late. I was older for my class. 
So you've been you wrestling. look great. Thank you've you. been wrestling a really long time. And yep. uh, has it always been with Christian wrestling or were you doing some non-Christian, more secular wrestling before that? It was, um, it started out secular. Yeah, that's a, it's a really good question. I was doing it to survive. Okay. I, we were out in the streets and, uh, you do what you can to make a buck. You know, you got to eat somehow and you got to put clothes on your back, a boa around your neck. And we were out there just, I said it was playful in the backyard with my brother's it was with my brothers, but it was uh, it was illegal pro wrestling, and you draw a crowd, and ultimately you have to run when the the truant officers show up. But that's it was a path that I was on, and I'm just open about that. And since you asked, now you know. So you were in a secular children's fighting league. Yeah. Wow. And it was through that struggle that ultimately you go through dark periods like that and look at yourself in the mirror and one day you're nine years old and you feel like you're about 50 and you think, what am I doing? I got to get baptized. Wow. wow. I, I'm just guessing this was in Florida. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Exactly. Oh, you're from Florida. How nice. I love Sarasota. listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain... Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Right. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. (laughs) So that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Wherever you get podcasts. (laughs) think it's so cool that in Christian professional wrestling, you don't age out. Because my husband, Lance Labonte, tells me that like 45 is getting old for a pitcher in baseball, but 45 is okay in NASCAR. You know, you don't you don't age out of NASCAR until you die. Uh, for females, you don't age out of, uh, you know, being a visible human being until you hit 40. You mm-hmm. know, I just think it's really cool that, that, that the Christian wrestling, you don't age out. But do you feel the aches and pains? Well, yeah, I've always felt the aches and pains, but you keep that in, on the inside. You don't want that to be part of the show. And speaking of age, I am three or four decades older than Anna, and I think we're going to be just fine. You know, she's listening again. I'm, I'm sweet on you, I guess I'll oh. say, and I hope you say it back. I hope to hear that back. Wow. I hope you just look me right in the eyes. Uh, next week at the roller rink when I come out to the ring, and I hope you just whisper it back to me. If you don't, I'll know you meant it. And, oh, and you know, that is awesome. a, isn't it, this is just kind of exciting, Hallie, because it really feels kind of a, like a relationship that's starting. And I did want to circle back to the point where you said you can't really let the pain influence the match because there were several moments when you were really screaming, and I thought, oh, he's very hurt. He might be dead. That ring um, is not a good ring. Yeah, it's um, not a good ring, is it? It didn't really bounce. It really, you could hear the kind of roller rink floor underneath it. There's a little, there's a piece of, big piece of metal sticking out all, all over the place. So sometimes the slam itself won't hurt, but something on the ring, I'll feel like, ouch. Oh, right. So that is when, you know? when the so little dirty bones, 
yeah, when the little dirty bones guy kind of wrapped his legs, when he wrapped his legs around the back of your neck mm-hmm. and was had it, and then it had his hands around your head. Because he was, a, he's a little guy, isn't he? That is a hard one to get out of. That is one of his best moves. And it's he kind of always how he results in little dirty bones doing a little humping motion. All his moves kind of have a signature. And that's the dirty part, yeah. Right. Ah, that makes sense. And your move, I thought, was screaming, but you're saying it's not. Well, some of the screaming is me just getting fired up and feeling, you know, the crowd and the adrenaline and everything pumping through me. And ultimately, I'll come and hit my big move and get the win someday. I think someday I'll get the win in the Christian Wrestling League. You know, Little Dirty Bones came out on top this week. Yeah, I know. I I feel good about the tag team tournament. Okay. Oh, yeah. You'll kill it in there because you got a good tag teamer. And what is the signature move? It's the sort of the... Would you call that a run and sort of jump, or like, what? What? What is that? Like well, a I run, run and drop? I run. You run in the opposite direction of uh, my opponent, which just seems at first like an evasive maneuver, but then I bump, bounce off the rings and I just go flying sky high and uh, yeah. land right on top of them. Oh. Right. It was. It was. Yeah. Sky. Sky high. Yeah. It was. I call it the the sky high holy dropper. Yeah. Oh, I like when you do the. I, I I pulled you up on YouTube's before we got on here, and I liked your signature move that was that you call the rock paper scissors. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to describe that one? It's exciting. Now it's ri- okay. Uh, rock paper scissors is kind of like the schoolyard game. I draw my opponent into a little game of strategy here, and we're doing just what just what it looks like. And, and no matter what he throws, I'm going to poke him in the eye. Awesome. Uh, that's so Isn't fun. that great? And that's a pair of chopsticks. And that's why maybe you don't have to run so much because I guess I was a little bit worried about just you running. There was a lot of running kind of where I was going, oh, it, you know, running and screaming. And I was thinking, uh-huh. oh, is he hurting? And it kind of seemed like your knees might, might be hurting. I'm in fantastic shape. Okay, yeah, you are in fantastic shape. I can run all day long. I can outrun any, uh, the, even the smallest opponent, as you saw, little little dirty ditty bones. Oh, what's the ditty part? I didn't hear that. Is that when he raps at halftime, or what's it called in between rounds? We, ca- we call that a uh, we call that a, a promo. That's when you're oh. on the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and cool. so I, I struggle with those personally. So I look forward to passing the mic over to God next week. Oh, he has to say he'll be good. He'll be really, really good. I've heard he's really good, yeah. And if I might compliment you on your name, The Rock, I just think... Are we sure there's not another rock? I thought there was. It might. It could just be you're thinking of uh, just rocks out there in the woods, okay, like yeah. a stone or something. And there is a guy named Durock Dwayne Johnson, oh, I think. Oh, i that. Durock. I gotta, I gotta Google it. But I think it's so cool that you're mm-hmm. named after Peter in the Bible. And Jesus said, Peter, I'm gonna call you the rock because on top of you, I will build my church. So, um, you know, that could be another fun thing. You know, if you know, if you plan it, that you could have a big church up in the flies, Ooh. up in the scaffolding. And at some point, you could have this church drop down onto you. And, it, you know, it, it may be in the championship moment where you're like, and then you're like carrying around a huge church. That's an amazing idea. And, and uh, perhaps I could drop the church on top of my opponent as yes. I'm pinning. So, so literally, I'm winning as the church is being supported by my uh, muscle bound back. Yes, and then this we, is great. We smash and we destroy the evil one yeah. with the church, and just the feet are sticking out the side like the Wicked Witch of the West when the house fell on her. And they roll up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is amazing. Now you should be booking the Christian Wrestling League. Okay, I'm in. I like it. I like it. Now, so is there anything that we can look forward to in the storylines of the Christian Wrestling League this season? Because it seems like 
we're kind of ramping up for that final battle. And I'm just guessing it's between you and Little Dirty Bones because then I was looking at the rest of the website and I, I actually... Because it was a bunch of rounds with just the two of you guys going around and around. Are there some other characters that are going to come? Well, yeah, we, it's a it's a Supermax um, round-robin tournament. So oh, okay. there's been a lot. Them, you know, but each match is unique and different. And every show, you know, you get some uh, something new every time. I mean, he might be humping my leg. He might be t- doing the one you saw around the back of my head, squeezing like that. Um, but I will tell you the storylines are kind of all converging into one and it's, uh, going to be very election based. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> very cool. So no matter what side of the aisle you're on, you're going to love our Christian take on it. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm hoping that it's, you know, if, if you're on the other side of the aisle, which I'm guessing the little dirty bones is, he's just going to get his butt kicked. Oh yeah. You know, there's two sides to every story, and I know uh, there's two sides to every House of Congress, but one side's the good side, and one side's just not. That's right. That is so true, and right. I'm I'm sure Little Dirty Bones is a Democrat. And and I love the part of the show when you were uh, reading off some of the testimony of the January 6th political prisoners. I thought that was a really effective part of the whole thing. I don't know if you caught some of my, um, I tossed in some Rudy Giuliani tidbits as well. Awesome. Because oh, I, I think... Uh, and Anna, if you're listening, you know, this might be a part you like. I do think that men hold dominion over women. Sorry, it's in the Bible. Okay, it's yeah, in the totally. Bible. Oh, it certainly yeah. is. We need the men to be the head of the household. It's literally in the Constitution. And, and I think that's going to be something for the two of you if this relationship kicks off. I mean, you know, you're well into your 70s if I'm doing the math right. And she's at the very 20, least. She's probably 20 something. And at least you're going into that relationship going, I had a lot of life experience here. And I've also, you know, a lot of miles on, on these old, old bones. That's right. And she's level headed as they come. Oh, I love that. I think she's going to see reason and think what other, uh, stallion out there is there for me. I mean, it's very biblical to have a, a, a man who's well into his senior years, uh, you know, be procreating with a young woman. You got Abraham and Hagar, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, she was less than half his age. You know, you've even got God who's, you know, millions and billions of years old and Mary who was like 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's okay. And I do have to tell you, you've got a great head of hair, The Rock. Oh, a great Great head of hair. Yeah, most yeah. of this is uh, the hair I was born with, too, so I appreciate that. Thank and you. And you really haven't gone gray, or do you do just men for color? Somebody does something. I couldn't tell you who or what, but... Oh, you got stylists and stuff. Well, let me... Forgive me if this is too personal a question, The Rock, but how do you remain pure of mind when you're out there wrestling and touching sweaty bodies of the same sex oh boy the thoughts come the thoughts do come because like you just said you know part of it is just the bodies touching the bodies and there's friction there's sweat there's a shiny material a lot of these guys wearing rhinestones up and down their legs and you can't help see that and start going a little cuckoo cuckoo you know yeah like uh even someone like dirty bones all right, we'll be grappling and grabbing. I feel a little bit of his triceps meeting. I get a hold of it. And I think, wow, this feels like a like a delicious little steak, but in in a romantic way. And that's a challenge. And you just got to keep your eye on the prize. And for me, it's looking over to the you know the apron of the ring and seeing little Anna right there and thinking, that's my prize. That's yep. what I am entitled to after winning this match or losing this yep. match. And yeah, you know, I noticed that one of the rules and that the referee kept really you know, stopping the play whenever this happened. Joe Wheeler. His name is oh, Joe, Joe Wheeler. Wheeler. Yeah. That night. Um, also pretty old guy. I'm surprised he 
was getting around as well as he did. Well, you'll notice he doesn't drop to the mat to count to three. He, he does it from a standing position because it would take way too long. Right. Or that chair, that, that little chair that he had. He has a little chair now. Yeah. Right. With wheels on it. And I did notice that every time uh, you all would lock eyes for more than a few seconds, he would say no direct eye contact, no direct eye contact. And I thought that was, and that's for that. Yeah. What's that? It, for? It's an important, uh, you just keep combat minded because when the eyes meet, there's some kind of trick of the light, or like I said, it's the adrenaline or the sweats or the pheromones or just just kind of duking it out with a beefy, hunky man. Thoughts spiral. They can spiral. And he just wants to keep it. You know, this is an athletic competition. Okay? Try to win. Don't try to fall in love out here. Yeah. Is that why they kicked out Ezekiel from the league? <sighs> Ezekiel. What could have been? Yes, it is. Okay. That's what I thought. That and that's the... That was the start of it. Well, when he changed his name to the Dandy Man, I was just like, there's something going on with this guy. The Dandy Man was a great gimmick. And it was getting everyone in the territory was fired up about it. They couldn't wait to see what he'd be wearing, what kind of lavish outfit he would have or the dance he would do. But it didn't end when the, the bell rang, you know? He couldn't turn it off. And that's oh, the lavish the dancing? cautionary tale. Yeah. Really? He couldn't. We carpool, a lot of us, to and from the shows. And he, you don't want to sit next to someone just dancing like that in a car, in the back of a car. You could be riding to the next town three, four hours and someone's just. Right. You want to rest a little bit. Yeah, you can't be bebopping all the time. Bebopping, jostling, yeah. So with, with the carpooling and the, all the other stuff, it, so are you making a living doing this or do you have another thing that you have to do to, to supplement? I have uh, an Etsy shop. Oh. That is awesome. What's in it? Now, I urge you to just click the link that I'm going to send you, but evangelicals are very into the essential oils. So I have awesome. lavender is probably my biggest seller okay. right now. Yeah. And yeah. Awesome. And the, the wonderful thing is when you order oils from the rock, you get a little business card on there and you become part of the team Very. and cool. you can sell in turn your own oils oh. and I'll get a little piece of that. Oh, that's cool. Oh, rock and Royals oil, oh. rock and oil, rock and royalty. Oils. And then uh, you will then, Send my business card also to whoever your customers are, and it's just the, the money flows up. Oh, that it. sounds great! So if you think about it, wrestling is really my part-time gig because yeah. I'm crushing it on Etsy. Yeah. Well, I notice a lot of oil. Just Google me. Just type in the Rock, okay. and you know it'll show up. And are those oils that you rub on your body before you come out? Yeah, yeah. We it also gives a little shine, so the muscles look better. You look more youthful, and it's a good way to just bond with your brothers in the uh, locker room. Yeah. I mean, at your age, mm -hmm. I'm a spring chicken yet. I love that. And, you know, speaking of not being able to turn it off, I've been wanting to ask you that. Do you ever find that when you're in a relationship in the normal world with a normal person who's not a wrestler, do you ever, you know, maybe they, they get a little cheeky and pop off at the mouth on you and you just maybe instinctively slam them down onto the ground? I mean, does that happen? I've had to defend myself a number of times. This week at the supermarket. What? Something, yeah, something happened in the soup aisle. If you can believe it, in the soup aisle. Oh, no. It grieves the heart of God. I had a, an old geezer come up to me and started poking me with his little walking stick saying, Hey, The Rock, how tough are you? How tough are you? That stuff's all fake, isn't it? Guess who got holy dropped really? right there? That's awesome. Linoleum. Yeah, do you get sick of answering those questions about like how much is performance, how much is wrestling, how much is real? Do you get sick of it? You know what I always tell them is you decide for yourself, come down to the roller rink and check it out because awesome. no matter whether you, you hate me or love me, you're going to have a blast. Oh, yeah. The screaming was real at least. It wasn't it? I don't think there's as much screaming as you can. I, there's a little screaming. There's a little screaming. I screamed a few times.
Rock Johnson was played by the delightful Ryan Nemeth, an actual professional wrestler in the AEW. What a treasure. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.